No one knows what the future holds, but if a new house is in your future, I can help. From a safe distance. I'm Nick Acosta, your downtown expert, and I'm hosting safe and sanitary open houses. Nothing is different except for temperature checks at the door and masks are required. But it still smells like there are fresh baked cookies in the oven. So come on by one of my safe and sanitary open houses, and I'll say welcome home from six feet away. This is Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast with your host, Nicholas Acosta. Nick sits down with guests to talk about real estate and how it works. Reach him at downtown.expert on Facebook and Instagram or his website, www.downtown.expert or call or text him at 407-508-8809. Enjoy the episode. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Nicholas Acosta, your host of the podcast, Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast, joining you live here at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, Wednesday, October 20th, 2021. I'm on with the podcast today, Sari Abraham. Um, Sari, welcome to the show. Uh, You're with uh, Finn Asset, the Financial Asset Protection. So how are you doing, sir? How are you today? Hey, Nick. I'm good. Good. How are you? Doing well. Um, Staying warm here in Florida. Are you where are you at? You're up north or I'm in Chicago, so it's nice now. It's like 70 now, but not for long. We 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 have brutal winters here in Chicago, so getting ready for that. Awesome. Oh, that's yeah. I've been up there before in the winter time. I know how it is. It's cool. <laughs> Crazy. Um so sorry, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about uh real estate and real estate investing as well as helping high net worth individuals with their financial goals and plans. Yeah, absolutely. To kind of give the audience a little bit more like context, a little bit about my background, what I do. So I um, I run a company, like you said, Financial Asset Protection. We're a financial services firm. We're located in Chicago and we help clients in all 50 states. Uh, we help them grow wealth using uh, infinite banking, as well as a lot of our clients are real estate investors. So that's the niche we we niche down to is real estate investing. Like um, uh, whether it's uh, rental properties or flips or whatever the case is, or even limited deals as a, as a limited partner and syndications, we've helped our clients use kind of different tools and different assets alongside each other to kind of give more of a compounding effect and to increase rates of returns to help with tax benefits. So that's kind of who we are, what we do to kind of go into a, more of a specific thing that I want to talk about on your podcast today. It's the use of infinite banking. Uh, for real estate investing. So for those who buy homes, fix them up, sell them, or buy homes and then rent them out um, or invest in deals, you could use that alongside infinite banking. Now, what is infinite banking? Infinite banking is the use of cash value whole life insurance uh, to build up as much cash as you possibly can in the cash value life insurance policy and then be able to borrow against that, leverage that to use for real estate deals as an active investor or as a passive investor in, in, in deals, or it really doesn't have to be for real estate deals. You can use the funds for anything you want. There are no restrictions on uh, on what you could use the money for. Now, like a common question is like, why would somebody do that? Like, why why do whole life insurance build up the cash value? Why not just go from bank account to real estate? And really, there's a lot of reasons why. Um, uh, some of them are tax benefits. There's a lot of tax benefits when you use infinite banking. There's also asset protection when you're using infinite banking. Also, the ability to kind of grow your cash and use it at the same time and the ability to pay yourself interest that you would otherwise pay to other people. Those are just some of the core reasons as to why people would use 
cash value whole life insurance along other real estate deals. All right. So I had uh, thought of a question while you were explaining that from what I was listening to. Um, is this something like, because I was just thinking about this yesterday and yeah. it just reminded me, sorry. Um, like, for instance, let's talk about like, um, say like institutional buyers like Redfin yeah. or Zillow and things like that. Me as a broker who owns my own brokerage. Now, is this something like that where with this plant program you're talking about or product you're talking about? Is this because I was just talking to my associates yesterday yeah. about wanting to become an institutional buyer where I could buy a like a let's say a quadplex yeah. or other properties that I could fix up and turn around and list them as a broker. Is this something that that your program or product relates to like as a brokerage or a business? Absolutely, yeah. And there's so many ways you could use it as a brokerage because I know that for example, when you own your own brokerage, it can get a little bit you you can get creative. Like, for example, you, you one of your functions probably, I'm assuming, is you're listing properties for other for people who want to sell. You're also right. representing buyers who are looking to buy. You may also have your own properties, like your own investments, either that you own personally or that your company owns, that you list and, and manage. You may also have property management functions where you do property management for other people. And then sometimes it's all of the above. It's all of those in some way, shape, or form, all of the above. So, yeah, using infinite banking, you can either use them for the investments for the properties. Let's say, for example, uh, what's the name of your company? Uh, Downtown Expert Realty. So let's say Downtown Expert Realty wants to buy um, a property. Um, now, I don't know how much values are in your in your market, but let's just say um, it's a, 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 a three-unit building for $500,000. And you wanted to buy it and, and own it as a company asset. So that way you the rental income would go to the company. That's one of your assets that you own. Now there's a couple of ways you could buy it, right? Let's just say one of the ways is cash. If you had $500,000 of cash, you could, you could buy it in cash. Another way is what most people do is they finance it. They would get a mortgage if it's an investment, probably 20 to 25% down, right? That you would have to put down and then you would finance the rest. Um, and there's a third way. And the third way would be through infinite banking. And this way would mean that if, if I have a whole life insurance policy, and there's enough cash value in it, I could borrow against the life insurance policy and then buy the whole property, or I could borrow against the life insurance policy and then use for the down payment, or I could borrow against it and use for some of the down payment or some of the other closing costs that are associated with it. In other words, um, what I want to do is I want to use cash, my, my life insurance policy, alongside other investments. That's one angle. So you're using it to buy properties using your infinite banking policy. Uh, another way you could use it and apply in your business is that the, the company, Downtown expert realty right downtown expert realty could yep. buy the uh could, could own a whole life policy it, it would be an asset on their balance sheet and then they would use that to pay their expenses um to hold their cash reserves to, so so pretty much everything would be held into that whole life policy that's owned by downtown expert realty that's those are kind of two different ways and then we could even get more technical we could even say for example we want to use the policy to retain more employees in the future and how would you do that Let's say you hire somebody right now as a full-time employee and they're really good. You want to keep them, but you, you might be thinking, you know, what if they, you know, leave somewhere else? Um, one thing you could do is you could apply a strategy where you own a, the infinite banking policy on them. They would be the insured. Your company would be the beneficiary and the owner of the policy. And then you would make premium payments towards it. Let's say, for example, for 10 years. So for 10 years, you would make premium payments towards the policy. And then you make a deal with the full-time employee. If you stay with me for 10 years, I'll guarantee you that I can. I will transfer over the policy with the cash value and the life insurance to you. Now you, the employee, will be the owner of the policy. You'll get the cash value, and then you could change the beneficiary from the company 
to your spouse or your kids. So this way, if something happens to you, it goes to your family. Uh, this is a way to um, create an incentive for somebody to stay with you long for a longer period of time. This way you can invest in them and train them and keep them as an employee and not have to worry, them, worry about them going to somewhere else within that 10-year period. You could set it for 10 years, 20 years, however you and the employee have the agreement structured, you could set it for that long. So that's kind of some of the ways you could use it um, to retain capital and to become your own source of financing. No, that's that's awesome that we got to do this interview today because I literally yesterday I was just talking to my colleagues about and one of my associates about this because, like you said, when you have your own brokerage, you look for creative ways to generate more business. And we do have a property management division at Downtown Expert Realty. Yeah, uh, we, we currently have one property that we manage in uh, Sarasota County or Charlotte County, but we were looking for more, of course, but. I was looking at it this way. The, I think in real estate, and you probably may agree with this or not, but in real estate, when you're a broker and you have your license, most of the time, yes, you do sell property. We do sell properties for individuals that want yeah. to sell their home or help buy the home that they would like to buy, get them to a lender, get them pre-approved or proof of funds if they're doing cash. But at the same time, I mean, that's great and all. I love doing that. But at the same time, if we want to continue to have a assets like you're talking about book of business one mm -hmm. other way is to do this infinite banking where we buy properties flip them or fix them turn around and list them yes or like you said buy a quadplex triplex duplex yeah or an entire apartment building and we rent it out and manage it where we don't have to share uh we get the full amount from managing the property that we own versus like um the property that we own right now is uh, what do you call it? The um, getting a percentage from yes. our, our 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 owner, which is not bad. Obviously, in rentals, it's or property management, it's all about volume. Yes, but um, but I like to be able to expand on that more, where I can own stuff myself. Why can't I own like a duplex, triplex, or even a single family home that I rent out that I don't have to share um, that money with, where it comes directly into the business or yes. reinvest in the business. So yeah, we'll definitely have to get together sometime down the down the road here in the near future together talking about this uh, infinite banking because I think this is a, a valuable asset for my brokerage and others out there. Um, so like with net worth, high net worth individuals, I mean, do you guys do also like stock planning or investment planning besides real estate, or I mean, or is this focused on real estate? Yeah, yeah. So we we definitely specialize in, in different areas as well. And, and, and by real estate, I mean the, the actual clients. So our clients are coming to us with real estate problems, specifically okay. towards financing. So yeah, definitely. You know, our clients are real estate investors, they're business owners. Uh, one of my clients owns a manufacturing company. So really, we're kind of uh, you know diverse and agile in the sense that we can take on different clients and talk about different things. Pretty much like, you know, to kind of sum up like what we do is like, you know, we help you solve different money problems, either too little of it, or too much of it and you kind of try to leverage it in different places. So really whichever where you're at and something we, we do with our clients that makes us kind of like stand out from other financial services firms is we do the longest part of our, the process for us is the financial analysis process. It, it involves like we take a, a very thorough look into your financial situation and we take a step back from our products and services that we sell and really try to just kind of get to understand what you want to do individually with an unbiased perspective. So in other words, I'm not talking to you in the sense that I can only sell, for example, for one insurance company, one product, 
And that's what, that's the only thing that's running through my mind. I'm talking to you in the sense that, you know, what is it, Nick, that you need financially? What is What are your five-year, 10-year, 20-year goals? And then I'm going to put together a solution that's going to help connect you to that goal. And I think that's, it's really important. I think every real estate investor, investor, every entrepreneur should have at least one of those people in their portfolio. They have their attorney, they have their accountant, they have their real estate broker. They need their finance person, somebody who understands finance and understands their situation and understands the financial planning aspect. And one problem with today's world in financial services is that a lot of financial planners are more of, I mean, there's a lot of, obviously, a lot of experts out there, very good experts out there. And I'm not trying to bash anybody out there, but there are some that are very sales driven, meaning that they have their products. Now they have to go out and find people to buy their products. And I think that could be problematic. Sometimes the product is good and you just need them, but sometimes you need more of the expert consultant to help walk you through the process and understand your situation and then recommend a solution that's going to be relevant to you and actually help connect you to your goals, to, to grow your brokerage business, to grow your real estate portfolio, to do whatever it is that you want to do financially, to expand financially. No, I would say that's the point I'm at right now as a broker in a brokerage is that I have a real estate school online. I have mm -hmm. a real estate brokerage. I do proper, have a property management division. And now that I have those three entities um, set up and running, now is the time to reach out to somebody or reach out to you, yeah. Terry, and and get the portfolio going as far as investment because yes. I'd like to have a you know a quadplex, sixplex. Yeah. I see everybody else out there making money off of this stuff and like this is what I want to do. Yeah. Not only that, um, but I also am looking for more capital for my business so I can continue to grow with advertising and also to be able to bring on you know, actual employees. Well, I mean, yes, independent contractors are employees of the broker. I am responsible for independent contractors. Obviously, everybody yes. has independent. We're, they're, we're still responsible for those individuals. However, I'd like to be able to bring on like administrative staff that gets paid hourly with yes. salary. Um, but as everyone knows, as a business owner, um, if you don't have, if you don't have, um, if you're new and you don't have business credit yet, it's kind of hard to obtain that financing right away. I mean, I'm working on that right now, getting business credit, but at the same time, I like the option that you have available when it comes to the infinite banking, because I want to be able to get off the ground running and start making money in returns from real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, I want to add something too. So like, you know how in the beginning we were talking about like different sources of income for a brokerage, like you're buying, you're listing, you're, you're selling, you're owning your own property, you're doing property management. There's also another leg that you can add on or another division. And that could be your syndication division. So what that means is you have experience in real estate. You understand your market very well because you're in your market. You're living in your market. You understand how real estate works. You're working with loan officers and lenders. You're seeing kind of like the idea of how people are buying and selling. What that would, could mean is that you could start your own syndication, now, your own fund, your own private equity fund. And then other people who are limited partners would invest into your fund. And then you could use that money to then buy much bigger properties. So instead of going from your three, four unit apartment buildings you can go to buying 300 400 you know apartment buildings um using syndication that's where you raise capital from other people in a private equity structure and you obviously need to talk to a securities attorney a real estate attorney you need to have everything properly structured it's a big deal kind of starting a fund so you want to make sure it's it's legally and tax wise it's all it's, it's efficient um, and then now you could raise capital from outside investors uh, who are either accredited or non-accredited investors and then go out there and buy those larger complex. And that's something that we're, you know, I have a client right now who's in the same situation, real estate broker, and wants to kind of take everything to the next level and like go after those 300, 400 unit buildings um, in Chicago. 
and and Chicago, as you know, has a lot of those buildings, a lot of those properties. So right. that that could that's going to be possible through syndication, raising capital, and then even at to take it a step further, even after you've raised all the capital from outside investors, you can then take that and then even use that as a down payment, and then alongside bank financing. So a property is a hundred million, you raise twenty five million from outside investors, and then the other seventy five million is finance. So you're you're now you're thinking like you know you're thinking like a bank you now you're thinking of how do I do things that are much bigger than me um with the help of other people and the help of their other tools and methods methods and legal and tax strategies so is that just out of curiosity sorry, was that something that your company um asset fin asset protection do you guys uh, help now obviously like you said of course anybody yeah. out there i'm not a lawyer yeah um i'm i'm gonna of course reach out to an attorney a bit like a security yes. exchange learned lawyer i'm also reaching out one recent or i'm also talking about uh recently that's this is funny how we i know we had to reschedule this week but it's funny how things work out because this before our conversation today our conversation is even more relevant today because that was the big pressing issues on my brain and my mind was uh, what can I do one to set up uh, uh, my business to sell franchises? Yes. Right. Because that's, yes, I love selling real estate and property, which is great. I make money from that, but we know that the big money out there for investors or people is selling franchises because mm -hmm. that's where the big ticket items are. Not only that, um, like you said, and actually some, one of my associates has talked about this a couple of times, but with, in terms of capital funding, as, as a company, do you set somebody up like me as a broker or brokerage to individuals that are looking to put money into, like you said, an apartment complex with 300 yes. units or even maybe a commercial property, whether yeah. it be a strip mall or an office building like Class A office space or something yeah. like that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That is something I'm where I, I am helping. I do have clients, for example, since I'm managing their um, their funds, I'm managing with the, you know their whole life insurance policies, their cash values. Uh, you know, I am I'm in a situation where I'm making recommendations to invest in real estate, but invest passively. And the distinction between actively investing in real estate versus passive, you know, active is like just to kind of put it out to make it very basic. Active is you go out there, you find a property, you know, you're talking to the realtor, you're talking to your lender, you're actively involved in the process, you're actively responsible. Um, and then passive is, is typically, you know, let's say, for example, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're an engineer, you have your full time job, your W2 job, you're busy, but you, you know, you make good money, you make like two, $300,000 a year. I'm not saying that's how much you need to have. But let's just say, for example, you're doing very well in your profession, you want to get involved into real estate, both for the um, financial benefits as well as the tax benefits of investing into real estate but you don't you're, you don't have the time to learn how to do it nor do you want to learn how to do it but you want just the rewards of it you could outsource that to uh, a syndication that's where you have a general partner who runs a private equity fr firm and they collect capital from limited partners and the word limited partner means that it's somebody who's just all they do is just agree to the terms and then invest the money let's say $50,000. That's all they're doing. They're not involved. They don't have to talk to brokers. They don't have to talk to bankers. They don't have to talk to contractors, tenants, nothing. They just, all they do is just invest in the deal. And then the general partner takes care of everything else alongside their operator. They take care of everything else. And um, the person would get back monthly distributions or quarterly distributions. And then they would also own like a share of the property. And then when it comes time to sell that property, 
they would get their shares back, you know, their money back plus the, the, the appreciation. Plus during that time, that process, they can use depreciation to lower their tax liability during that process. So I, I'm a big fan of passive real estate investing. I think it's phenomenal what you can do with that, especially like how you said, you can even get it to commercial where, you know, you could buy self-storage, you know, a self-storage place that has a thousand units, you know, or more. You could, you and, you know, you and a hundred other people could buy that property and then you can earn the financial benefits as well as some of the tax benefits behind that. No, this is really incredible information that you're sharing with me and, and the listeners and viewers today because, oh yeah, we're going to definitely have to get together on, on like a separate chat, like of Zoom or something to talk about this more, Larry, because um, yeah, this absolutely. is exactly where my brokerage and business right now is uh, pivoting towards because, you know, I get frustrated and I don't know, maybe other people get frustrated too. You see people like, how the heck do they just buy a shopping center? And now we know that this <laughs> is because they're getting capital funding. They're raising, people are, are giving capital to a business owner to, to or a brokerage to be able to put up the money to purchase these, you know, these properties, you know? So it's like, you're thinking like, okay, how wealthy are these people? Yeah, I know there are millionaires and billionaires out there, but at the same time, not everybody that's doing this is a millionaire or billionaire. Yeah, They're absolutely not. Yeah. Other people to raise capital for them and put it into the because I want to be able to as a brokerage, like I said before, is buy single family homes, buy duplexes, triplexes. And the triplexes, which is cool, is I have the property management and then I have the limited partner that puts up the capital. I'm making money off of the uh the rents, but also um the with the limited partner also get a percentage, right? I would assume from those rents that are collected, say like a hundred unit apartment building, right? Yes. Because that's a lot of rent coming in for hundred units, especially if it's like, let's just say $2,000 a month here in Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. For the rent. So that adds up. So times a yeah. hundred, um, that means every month or every quarter with a lender or limited partner that puts up the capital would we negotiate a percentage or how does that usually work? I mean, they've... yeah, there's, there's different structures, but yeah, typically in general, the person who's managing the fund would get a fee from managing the fund, you know, okay. um, it could be directly for every dollar involved, or it could be after like a, a, um, um, a preferred rate. So after 7% or after 8%, then they start getting paid. So it depends on the structure. There's many ways to, to structure it. One recommendation I have is, there's a lot of people that do this nowadays. There's a lot of people that are general partners that are collecting, raising capital. So if you are interested in um, investing as a limited partner, um, you can reach out to us and I can help you do that. Or you could just reach out to like three or four different people. And I would recommend that. Recommend reaching out to three, three or four different people, interviewing them, getting to know what they're doing, and then investing. Now, if you're also now, let's say like that's one angle is you want to be the limited partner and, and investing in deals. Now, the other side to it is, let's say you want to be the one who's raising the capital. That's something also we can help you with. We can connect you to the right places. Um, and that's something, too, that you could do that in a, more of an, in a mentoring uh, environment where you're working with other people and, and, and raising capital and managing your fund. And like you said, especially the fact that, you know, when you have an agile practice where you're a property management company, you are also buying and selling you can have different numerous sources of income from that one single deal. So yeah, definitely, you know, this is something we definitely help our clients with and, and, uh, and are looking to definitely expand in this area. That's awesome. Sorry. Um, so yeah, no, that's awesome information. And, and like I said, we'll be in touch this, yeah. uh, coming week or next week 
to talk about this because that's where I'm, I'm headed. And anybody out there listening, you know, when it comes to business, especially with the way the economy can be up and down. I mean, I know for the most part right now, the economy is pretty strong. But at the yeah. same time, it's good to uh, diversify where you invest in or get your ask your finances, financial gain from. Uh, like I said, I have a real estate school, a real estate brokerage and property management division. Uh, but like I said, I want to get into the commercial side as well as uh, capital funding, you know, help going through the infinite banking that you're talking about. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's really awesome information, Sarah. I really appreciate that you were able to come on today and talk about this with our viewers. So, Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, listeners can always reach out to us at um, if it's OK, I can share my uh, link. Of course. Yeah, it's finassetprotection.com. I can actually type it in right here. It's F-I-N. Oh, yeah, definitely. Finasset. Uh, what was it? The rest of it you said? The finassetprotection.com. It's in the chat now. Oh, perfect. Oh, I see it right here. Let me go ahead and um, share this with you guys. I'll send that. I'll put it on the screen for everybody. And you you were really easy to find on Google on LinkedIn, too. Oh, okay. I typed in your name. Nice. So anybody that Googles him, too? Google's Harry Ibrahim, you'll be able to find him really easily on here on the internet. So, um, let me go ahead and share this here with everybody. There you guys go. It's on the screen, thefinassetprotection.com. Um, all right, Terry. Well, just uh, yeah, we'll we'll be in touch. And I guess from your industry, what you do in terms of, of asset protection, uh, I always ask my guests around the show to tell me one. Uh, maybe a piece of advice to leave with for the end of the show here. Uh, so what is your piece of advice to our listeners and viewers today? Yeah, so our show is called Thinking Like a Bank. And the, the reason why we came up with that name was there's a, lot, there's a lot of financial strategies out there you could use to get ahead financially and kind of think smarter, not just work harder. I mean, you obviously want to work hard, but also think smarter. And that's why we named the show Thinking Like a Bank. So uh, kind of think of what like banks would, would be doing with financing and try to copy those strategies and, and those methods so that way, you know, you're thinking like a bank, not just an entrepreneur, not just a real estate broker, not just a real estate investor, but really, you know, thinking like a bank. That's awesome. All right, uh, Sarah Ibrahim, finassetprotection.com. Uh, very, very grateful to join us uh, from you being up there in Chicago here and me here in Florida. Have a great week, great weekend. And uh, we'll be in touch to talk about my brokerage and capital funding and all that good stuff, okay? Sounds good, Nick. Thank you so much for having me on. Sir, thank you, sir. You have a good day as well. Take care, everybody. This has been Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast. Find Nick on Facebook and Instagram at downtown.expert and also his website, www.downtown.expert or call or text him at 407-508-8809. Thanks for listening. Don't spend hours or days looking for your new home. Let a downtown Central Florida expert guide you. I'm Nicholas Acosta, and I'm here to welcome you home. Being a Florida native, I know how exciting, stylish, and convenient the downtown lifestyle can be. From the nightlife scene in the heart of downtown to the natural beauty of Florida, I'm Nicholas Acosta, and I'm here to welcome you home.